<laughs> Those effing C words. Changing confidence, child. Two words that are so scary, they may as well be curse words. Let's talk about it. On this podcast, we'll share our stories about hardship and starting over, making professional pivots, ending relationships and friendships, and having the confidence to navigate change. These are real stories and real people from my one-on-one coaching sessions and interviews that will keep us inspired or remind us that things could be worse. So what you hear are the truths, traumas, and testimonies that push us to become the solution instead of just waiting for one. I'm Marcia Cork, the Change Coach, and this is Ooh, Those F'n C Words. Angela Mosley, Miss TJ Sauce, welcome back. So excited to have you on a full episode now. You brought all of the sauce and all of the energy and the little snippets that we did back on um, episode 17. So I know people will be excited to hear you for a full show. So welcome back. It's good to be back. Very good. Very good. So let's start by explaining that name. So people probably use, uh, refer to you as Miss TJ Sauce and Angela. So tell me a little bit about the name and where that comes from. Well, Miss TJ Sauce is named after my sons, Tyson and Jaden. They are my wife. Mm-hmm. So when I was trying to come up a name for the business, I reached out to my mom. I was like, I'm stuck. It's for the boys, but it's for their legacy. But I want to know, I need to know how I should incorporate it. And she said, do it by their names. And I was like, oh, youngest to the oldest. Tyson is the youngest. Jaden's the oldest. So I'm going to be Miss TJ. Okay. That's how it came about. Miss TJ sauce. All right. And have I would like to have you introduce yourself. So I was telling you before, I do try to put people on the spot in this way, but that's what it's about. It's about building confidence, representing your brand. So my listeners get to hear a variety of ways that people introduce themselves and even better if they introduce themselves off the cuff, you know, off the top of their head. So ideally, I like people to have a formal elevator pitch, but I do like to hear the ways that people introduce themselves when they're put on the spot. So, Miss TJ Sauce, please introduce yourself to my listeners. Well, welcome. I am Angela Mosley, CEO and founder of Miss TJ Sauce LLC, named after my sons, Tyson and Jaden, and they are my wife. Okay. <laughs> and you mentioned last time that you were a poet, and I did not know that. So, you are pretty comfortable. Speaking to audiences, big and small, I'd, I'd imagine, because I know you Absolutely. do pop-ups, trunk shows, all the things, and you've been in business. You said for seven years. Next month, oh my goodness, it's September. Yes, it seven years. Woo, woo. <laughs> oh wow, is this the anniversary? Oh my goodness, yes, it is. Roni, do well, it. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, perfect show. Perfect show. Perfect. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, that was journey nice. sugar. Oh, mm mm. You are funny. Woo. Okay. Well, look, I've, I've lost track now. Let me <laughs> just get back on track. Oh, I'm excited about that. Congratulations. This Thank is going to be 
even more exciting for the listeners to be a part of this. So, so, um, so your entrepreneurship story, you've told me your why. I think I've mentioned to you before that I have this it's me approach that I walk people through when they are struggling with developing their elevator pitch or their brand story. Okay. It's my model for helping them do that, for helping them, um, you know, like I said, come up with an elevator pitch, a solid way to introduce themselves, their work, their business, but then also expand that into a brand story and ultimately into a pitch deck. Okay. So you were saying you didn't have anything structured. I know you're comfortable speaking off the cuff, but um, I'm going to kind of format this interview in a way that's in line with the It's Me approach. So I have people start with the introduction, which we kind of already done. Um, But then tell me a little bit about your truth. Give me some insight into your past, into a testimony, something that brought you to the work that you do today, something that brought you to developing that sauce. Tell us your entrepreneurship story. Wow. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think my truth comes from my children kept eating chicken nuggets and I decided I needed to have them try a variety of foods. Okay. So I I made some salmon cakes. We call them salmon croquettes. Some people call them salmon cakes. Okay. I made some miniature ones, but they came out kind of dry. Okay. So I started mixing this sauce. You know, that sauce that we have with our crab sauce. I started doing a little different. Okay. Well, my children at the end was like, oh, that chicken show was good, mom. I said, oh, I think I got something here. Okay. Fast forward, I had a potluck. I used to work for the Census Bureau. Okay. And I took the salmon croquettes and the sauce to the potluck. Okay. Unbeknownst to me, they were eating it with everything, including my sauce. And that's when I had an epiphany. Wait, I'm about to go out on leave, medical leave. I think I'm going to open my business. Okay. (laughs) I don't know about it, but I think this sauce got something, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where my truth came was. I went to my um, cube and I asked the young lady to design me a logo. Sheree, could you design me a logo? Mm Mm-hmm. And Miss TJ Sauce 2015, September 2015, got into business. I had no clue what the sauce business was. I just knew that the I saw people eating it with everything. So I said, mm-hmm. came up with a tagline. It gives a bang to everything. Gives a bang to everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So and so it all started with that potluck. So were you already? you know, mixing and creating and coming coming up with variations of the sauce before serving it to your children? Or was it just you threw some things together that night? I just threw some things. Like it. I just threw some things together that night. But what I did find out through the family, mm-hmm. apparently my grandmother used to make a sauce like mine. Ah, uh, okay. So everybody kept saying, you know, that looked like Jean sauce. Every time we would have crabs, she would make that sauce. Oh. So my grandmother came to me in a dream. Um, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because 
because that's, I mean, I just started mixing. And when I started mixing and tasting, I started having people try it, right? Mm -hmm. And they was like, oh, can you make it hotter? Oh, it's sweet. So I, my first sauce was the flavor was Miss Sweet and Sassy. Okay. I decided to do a vendor show. I did a market. And I couldn't believe how well I did. I did so well. I started off in mason jars. Okay. okay. Mason jars. And they were loving it. I did a vegan. I had so many different versions, but people kept saying, do you got a vegan one? Can I get it hotter? Mm -hmm. And I just started, it was the consumer who pushed me to be bigger. Yeah. They're asking for lots more variations and flavors. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Okay. Is this all still 2015? This is all 2015. Okay. So you have the pot, you attend the potluck, you bring your salmon cakes and your sauce you get a good reaction from the attendees at the, uh, at the potluck. Mm -hmm. And then from there you start experimenting with the, uh, different flavors or is it not as a, is it at this point that you still have the sweet and sweet and sassy? Right. So okay. now I'm creating Miss Kicking. Okay. But I got a telephone call from someone in the radio station and his name is Mark Clark. We all knew, we all yeah. knew that Alice yeah. Seymour's husband, but I followed him on, um, I used to be on this platform called Periscope and okay. Periscope, I just, you know, I started following Mark, but Mark had an idea that he wanted to do a uh, QVC, an African-American QVC. Mm -hmm. and he reached out to me about my sauce. How did he hear about your sauce? I was on his show like typing in my phone hey i got this sauce i would love for you to try it you know i'm putting my stuff in the comments and he's you know talking over the radio and he said hey who's this sauce lady talking and he said email me I was okay wait 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 all right so you call into the radio show no so yeah you can call in but it was yeah. it was it was but Periscope was different. Oh, okay. That's right. You did say Periscope. Periscope, okay. he was, you know, he you could see him on the radio. Yes. But gotcha. but your comments, you talk to him through the comments. Yes. Got it. Right? Okay. And okay. so that's how that worked. And he said, Miss TJ, take my email down. Matter of fact, he gave me his phone number live that day. Mm. And I reached out to him. Okay. And he got back in touch with me. He said, hey, I'm Mark Clark. And I was thinking about, you know, could you supply me 500 bottles of sauce? Wow. That was your first? That was, yeah. I, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't want to miss this opportunity, but I had to be honest with myself. Yeah. This is new. I'm new to the game. I'm, I'm a new entrepreneur. It's. I'm going to have to decline. It's no way that I'm going to be able to do this. He said, okay. All right. But the story gets so much better. Okay. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Fast forwarding. Allison and Mark have their own show at the time 
called Allison and Mark Afternoon Show on WHUR. Okay. And what and when is this? Are we still in 2015? This is in 20. No. Mm, this is probably in 20. I guess we need to backtrack because a lot transpired prior to me even getting there. Yeah, and we want to hear all of that. <laughs> well, all, <laughs> well, all of that was prior to 2015 through 2017 and 2018. I did vending shows. Okay. I did pop-ups. You could come to my 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 um, vending shows, and not only would you get sauce, but you would get the sauce. You get some mm. word at, at the same time. Okay. People enjoy the fact, like, what you mean moving on? And you know, I just I loved what I did. I mean, mm. just seeing people enjoy my food, but what I did to catch their attention. I asked them if they would let me videotape them. Okay. I wanted to get their reaction. To the sauce. To the sauce. Okay. That is how I made my name socially on Facebook and the social platform. People kept saying, what's the sauce? Mm -hmm. Who is this lady? Because every time you would turn around, I was with my phone. Let me see. Okay. And, um, 2017, I got a break. Jiffy's Sub Shop in Andrews Air Force Base. Okay. I went in there one day and asked if I could. I said, you know what? You know what really will make y'all subs taste really good? I got this sauce. And, and, the, and the older gentleman, he owned it. He said, really? I said, I do. And I said, I would love to come in. And he said, you know what? I'm going to give you a chance. I said, really? I haven't had, I didn't get it tested at all, you know, for shelf life, but I make it locally. And he said, I'm going to take a chance on you. And he wow. did. He did. And he was my first customer that wrote me a check that says Miss TJ sauce. Wow. From Jiffy Sub Shop. I still have that check. <laughs> I sure do. Well, you have the uh, copy. The copy. <laughs> copy of the check there because that check go. But I do have that copy, honey. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes. Okay. So yes. this is 2017, you said. Yes. All right. Meanwhile, you're continuing to do this. And I love that it's so grassroots. I love that you are physically, you know, taking this product around to different shops. and, and Oh, my goodness. Honey. I carried a cooler around. You hear me? <laughs> I had little samples, little trays, and I would have, you want to try it? It didn't matter, right? I was, like I said, I was so hungry yeah. to get to the next level, but I was hungry because of my children, right? They were my, they are my wife, and I just wanted them, and they started to see my hustle. Mm -hmm. But I was hustling on top of having a full-time job, hmm. right? So it, it was real. And then it got to the point, you know, I wanted to work for my own self, right? I started feeling like, I don't want to listen to you. I'm, I'm a boss. I'm just teaching <laughs> We boss. Um, and then I, I started doing my events and started working on my stuff while I was at work. 
I said, oh, I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> you know, I, you know, when you start seeing how it was intertwining to what was full time yeah. and was part time, you know, I had to make a decision, right? Yeah. It's very hard because the family did not understand this decision that I was making. Mm-hmm. How are you going to leave a $65,000 job? You know, you got kids like mm-hmm. what's going on with you? I just wanted to jump. You know, Steve Harvey said jump, yeah. right? I wanted to do that. And I didn't think about the repercussions of it, you know. Um, maybe maybe I should at the time, but as a business owner, that's what you do. You take risk. Yeah. You you take you take risk and you win some, you lose some. But what you most important do, if you love it and you got a passion. You get back up and you shake your shoulders off and do it differently. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I say that to say that here comes the the part where distress comes in. Yes. Talk about it. Because that's one of the questions that I ask about financial challenges, being comfortable, taking that risk, the amount of money that you have to put into the business to get it going. Meanwhile, you're talking about leaving your full-time job, which probably to this point is what's financing this. Right. So yes, talk about it. Yeah. So I was using the rent money to fund the business. And what happened, what I saw was these events that I thought I was going to make so much money. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I spent more money out than what I was bringing in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what, what I started to see was a pattern of getting further deeper in the hole. I didn't see how I was going to get out of it. <laughs> so did you do any type of projection? No, no projection. No. Okay. Because no, no. we talked about that briefly in the, the background conversation, just so the listeners are aware. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all the side conversations that Miss TJ, that Angela and I had mm-hmm. as we, as I was putting together my episode 16, my quick launch guide, where I break down the steps, the basic steps that entrepreneurs can take to get this concept out of their head and into business, Mm -hmm. the basic steps. And so some of the things that I talk about in that quick launch guide are, like I said, the the it's me approach, um, using that it's me approach to develop your pitch deck and then doing a simple but in-depth pitch deck, which Mm -hmm. includes some projections, some one to three year projections, getting some financials in place so that you're ready to talk to an accountant, you know, for a formal business structure, um, but then also to just help you help you make those projections if you have at least a a good understanding (laughs) of what your first year or your first one to three years might look like. So no projections, no planning, no sitting still and saying this is how much I spend on to produce this amount yes. and how much I might make at this, at this event based on the number of attendees or yeah. I did did sit, I started to see how much was I spending on sauce? How much was I spending on market on um, marketing material, business cards, um, website development, advertising, I did sit down and start putting things in black and white. And that's when I realized I need some help. Okay. Um, 
Now, this is after the fact, though. This isn't before leaving your job. This is when you start to kind of feel that things are a tight squeeze. Yes. Tight squeeze. Okay. I still wanted to leave the job, though. Okay. Right? Because I just... I just didn't have a passion for it anymore. And I thought that, you know, I could drive Lyft, I could do Uber, and I can do the sauce at the same time. I have flexibility, Absolutely. right? Okay. It still gave me the flexibility to push and grind and hustle. <clears throat> the numbers wasn't adding up. The math's not mathing. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't mathing at all. <laughs> but um, but I started to get so stressed out. Um 2019, I had a stroke. Did you? I had a, it's something called a TIA. It's called a transit ischemic attack. My blood pressure was 118 over 180. My goodness. It was so scary. Um, And I was by myself. Oh my gosh. But no, I wasn't by myself. I was with my children because we, when I took the opportunity to jump, um, I said, we were going to move and we want to temporarily stay in a hotel for a minute okay, until I relocated. Right. Okay. And, um, they wasn't, they wasn't here. My kids wasn't here. They was in summer. They was, um, with my parents for the summer. So I was going through this alone. Um, I can't even, you know what? No, was it the first? No, it wasn't. They were with me because I had it in the hotel. That's how mm -hmm. they were with me. I was going to take them to school mm -hmm. and I was walking out the hotel and all of a sudden, something I could not move my leg oh my gosh and my I started to drag my leg and and I got discombobulated I was feeling very lethargic and I had the kids I said I gotta take the kids to school they were in there eating and uh but I was feeling really really weird really weird and uh I told the, the hotel staff, call the ambulance. Oh my gosh. And because I was literally hugging the pole, whatever concrete pole that was outside of the hotel. Okay. The column outside? Yes, the column outside. Thank you. And this lady was like, Are you okay? I said, I need to get my kids to school and they got to go to school. and. She said, I'll take them. I didn't know this lady from a can of paint. Mm -hmm. I thank that angel because I let her take my kids to school. Oh, my gosh. And I went to the hospital. They ran every type of CAT scan, every type. And I had a stroke and I had to stay in the hospital. Wow. That right there was, um, and you know. I didn't have any family here. Okay. My, my, yeah, my parents relocated. Yes, my parents relocated to North Carolina at the time. And and I was there by myself. And it was like, 
what am I going to do, right? I had to get the kids somewhere. I had to get somebody to get the kids to take them. So it was so many things of trying to move, so many moving parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I overcame. I had to learn how my speech slurred. Are you still living in a hotel at this point? Mm-hmm. My, yeah, wow. my face, my speech slurred. Um, my face didn't droop or anything. Okay. I, I had money that I was living off of that I was using. Okay. Um, and I just, you know, to say living beyond my means, yes. Because I didn't want to go live with nobody else. Okay. My rules. So my rules, I, I did what I wanted to do. You know, had a full kitchen, cook, everything. Kids had separate rooms. I mean, it was like two-bedroom apartment. We just had service, you know, we got masons. <clears throat> but it was, it was, it was tough. It really was tough. Um and the kids had went through a lot during that time. Yeah. Especially, especially my oldest. He was very resentful of me. Um, you know, his dad and you know blurting out, talking about me, and then all of a sudden my son was like, You shouldn't have left your job, and then we wouldn't be in this situation, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was a hurtful, hurtful situation, but um kids don't understand yeah. the risk that you take. Now, this, this is real talk right here because talking to entrepreneurs, you know, I don't get the opportunity to talk about talk to their families. And so you're giving us a glimpse into something we don't often think about. And that's how your decision impacts your family, how it impacts the people around you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it did. It, it affected them a lot. And, um, I felt like I had to do a lot of making up, but at the same time, you'll understand why, you know, mommy is doing this for a reason. And I just kept pushing. I got my car repossessed. Um, you, I went into a dive of depression. Okay. It was so bad that um, I took a step back from the business. Okay. Right? So this is 2019, you said. So you take a yep. step back in 2019. Yep. Okay. And um, I just I took a step back. I think it was maybe a year or two, a year or two. Okay. Um, but I kept getting reminded by this lady. Her name is Ivanette. Okay. She has a boutique. And every time I would see her, sis, will you do the sauce? And I ain't doing the sauce on But sis, girl, everybody want that sauce. You got that sauce. Come on now. You just <laughs> I said, no, I'm not doing it. She kept. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, she, you know, she kept reminding me. Get back up. Mm. And every time I would see her, I swear I'd be like this. Oh, damn. 
Because I know she's going to ask me about this dang or sauce. But what did it? I was in the store. I was in Sam's and I heard somebody say, Miss TJ. Hmm. Girl, what that sauce at? I literally tried to act like I didn't hear them. And then they came around to the other. I know you heard me, girl. <laughs> I started with you and I need to get, when you gonna make that sauce again? And that, it, it just, psh, they were looking for me? They really, wow. they really missed me? So, fast forward, what I do? Reinvent Miss TJ Sauce. Mm -hmm. Miss TJ is back in business. Okay. And I created a hashtag called What's the Sauce? Okay. So every time I send something out, I said, What's the Sauce? And everybody was like, Yo, what's the sauce? I was like, I'm back by popular demand. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so give me a little bit of background there. So, so this customer, this person that ran into you at Sam's Club, this is someone because now you're in North Carolina. No, I'm in Maryland. I'm still, oh, in this is still in Maryland. Okay, so you are doing your pop up events. So these are these are regular customers, but these are customers from all of your trunk shows and pop up events. Are you physically in any stores at that at this point, or is this? Um, are you are you at Jiffy's and you yes. know tell me all the places where oh, you? Yes. I'm at Jiffy's. Okay. Um, subs. And so was that on hiatus? Then you weren't selling yes, yes. making the product anymore. Well, Jiffy's buying it to Jiffy's. Nope. The sons of Jiffy's decided that, and the father got sick. He the one that made the deal. So the sons was like, until you get licensed or until you get. Um, piece of paper saying that it's been tested. We can't have it. We can't okay. have it here. So okay. I said, okay. Okay. So Miller's Farm was the next place. Okay. The Scataway Road. Mm -hmm. They let me have a pop-up there. I did the daggone thing. <laughs> you know why? Because one of my customers made a macaroni and tuna salad. He kept climbing. He kept calling, girl, I need that sauce. I said, Klein, you just bought some sauce last week. What are you doing? He said, I made some macaroni tuna salad with your sauce, and they tore it up. <sighs> I said, what? Let me try it next time. I couldn't believe how my sauce made that macaroni tuna salad taste mm -hmm. really good. Fast forward, I made it for the Miller's Farm event. Okay. I had a huge bowl of it, and I had cutesy little forks and cups. Mm -hmm. Do you know, girl, we was like this. I want some of that right there. I said, okay, but well, here's the sample. No, I want to purchase it. We were in the place, my assistant and I, trying to find cups. Mm. I didn't even know how to pay, to charge people. I didn't know what to charge them. I just tested the market. Mm -hmm. They tore it up. They didn't care. They wanted to buy it. So now it may now I make macaroni and tuna salad, seafood salad. Okay. I sell it now. Only thing, only difference I'm not doing, and that's the next step, is doing it, um, freezing it and shipping it because people are asking for it. They are. Okay. 
So bring us, so we've done a lot of fast forwarding. So let's go ahead and so where you are now, where, (laughs) (laughs) so you just given us a little bit, a little insight to all of the different, to the, to the brand expansion. So tell us all of the different flavors, foods, everything that Miss TJ offers now. Well, she has Miss TJ Vegan, Miss Sweet and Sassy, Miss Kickin'. She will be coming out this month with Miss Kick the Sass. That's a combination of Miss Kicking and Miss Sweet and Sassy together. Okay. And she has a brown sugar mama vinaigrette as well. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, my son said, we need a pepper sauce. So Miss Cajun Persuasion is on the next high end. I love the names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have to say um, customers have given me those names. Okay. Right? <clears throat> do cute little contests, naming contests, or anything like that. No, so let me tell you, Miss Kicking. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, Miss, no, Miss Kicking and Miss Sweet and Sassy is from me, but Miss Kick, uh, Kick the Sass. That was from one of my Lyft passengers in my car. Oh. She ordered sauce. Like I literally hustle my business while I'm driving. <laughs> I, I kid you not. They get in the car. I have cards sitting in the in the pocket in the back seat. Mm-hmm. What's Miss TJ Souls? Oh, let me tell you about it. I have them Google me, and next thing you know, I have people making purchases while they're wow. in the car. They you know what? Placing an order. Talk about that. Talk about all of the ways that you hustle, because there have been <laughs> so many. <laughs> Talk about the parking lot. <laughs> The parking lot, the sauce and salad drive-by in the DMV, honey, that was the biggest one. That was the biggest one. I literally took my banner and put it on my car and opened the door on one side to the next and tied some string on it and had Miss TJ sauce and my website. And I sat and I pulled up in the parking lot of Starbucks. And I told, and I advertised, I'm coming to the DMV. You better place your order. People put the pauses down. Honey, I felt like P. Diddy selling sauce out the trunk of my car. And this is all, you, you're promoting so on social media? I promote this on social media. The way that you pr- promote? I'm so, I create events. So I'll do an event. Okay. I do a live video. I'm on TikTok, but I wasn't even, I didn't even have TikTok at the time. It was just Instagram and Facebook. Okay. And that's what I would do. I would go live. I would, you know, tell the people, I would create a little flyer and I would put it on my website. I just, I created infomercials. Okay. So while you sleeping, you thinking about Miss DJ. Okay. So at at three o'clock in the morning, I wake up in the morning and I'm creating these events, thinking about a different opportunity. How can I get a new customer? And that's and you're physically on social media because I remember you saying that. So you get on to social media at three o'clock in the morning. I do. And I scout the Internet. I scout for brand ambassadors. I see who I see who have great followers. I even look at chefs. So one chef, she was doing a live one day, Chef Natasha Leonard. She is the chef for um, Baltimore Fox 45. Okay. She was doing something. And I hit the, this lady, hit the button. She said, 
did you mean to come in this live? And the lady was like, no, I didn't. I was like, there. <laughs> and then she let me in. And when she let me in, I sold me. Okay. I said, oh my gosh. Chef, I'm so <laughs> glad you let me in. Guess what? She said, what? Let me tell you about my sauce. And I told her about the sauce. I said, you know what? I would love to gift you some sauce. She said, really? I said, absolutely. She said, okay. She sent me her address after her live. Wow. I sent her a t-shirt, a blinged out t-shirt, sent her sauce in a heart box, personalized note. Mm -hmm. Honey, she opened it. She videotaped it. But what she did, she took the sauce to her customers. She's mm -hmm. a personalized chef. So she literally cooked the steak and made crab cake and took my sauce hmm. and interviewed them. What do you think about Miss TJ's sauce? And sent it to me and tagged me. Wow. It don't get no better than that. Honey. It does not. It does no. not. You don't hear very many stories like this. No, but wait a minute. WHUR was the story now. Yeah. Okay. That was the story because... Mark and Allison Seymour, husband and wife media team, mm -hmm. was got this radio station and they just got on that week. And I called the radio station and I got through. Mm. I said, oh, my gosh, Mark, you know who this is? Oh, my goodness. You see how it goes? Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. He said, who is this? I said, remember the lady who had the sauce? And you asked me if I had 500. He said, yes. I said, well, I would love to bring some to the radio station. Boom. He wow. said, he said, fam, come on. You, you welcome anytime. Wow. And that Friday, I took a picnic basket, honey, of the sauce, the samples, the salad. And I had my Miss TJ sauce shirt on. And I rolled up in front of the radio station because it's a, 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 a window outside. I was like this. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> oh, it was so awesome. Everybody yeah. was in the radio station eating the sauce and trying to. I said, I want Allison to do it. She was like, saucy. You know how, you know how I connected with saucy? It was this gentleman on Twitter. I scouted him out. Okay. He tweets all the news media. Hmm. Fox 5. Okay. Um, uh, traffic reporters. So I sent him a message. Corey, I want to send you some sauce. He said, okay. I knew what he was going to do. He added me to the crew, to the Twitter crew. So Allison knew about me through Corey from tweeting all the time. So explain the Twitter crew. So Corey, we call him Corey Love. Corey Love be at all the Fox tri uh, zip trips that they have, right, in the summertime. And he tweets. And when he tweets, he does videos. And he's dancing. And he's promoting. I mean, he's not promoting, but he's just dancing. He's just him. But okay. his energy is so, is so, the vibe, everybody gets it, right? So Corey is the one who had everybody be like, who's this Miss TJ person? He put me in 
the feed. So it was at Miss TJ Sauce, at mm -hmm. Allison, at Mark. So everybody, um, poet from 95 PCC, mm -hmm. I got to be a part of that string. So I call it the Twitter crew, right? Okay. Okay. So, so when we would go to a Fox Five zip trip, everybody in that little list would be there. Wow. We build a community. Yeah. We built and it and it was just, it was just so amazing because I saw an opportunity and I ain't let it go. Yeah. This is very strategic thinking. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what? Do you know how to play chess, Marcia? I do not. Well, that's how I do my business. Explain. Well, my dad taught me how to play chess. Okay. And you have to fit strategically know how to move your pawns and move your pieces. So you could be like checkmate. Or you sit back and you look and say, hmm, how what are, are they going to do next? What are they going to do next? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to move this rook this way. Because see, this goes in the L and this bishop goes in a diagonal. See, once you know the pieces and how they move, then that's how you move. And that's what I did for my business. That's how I do when I'm at work. You know, it's the nature of the business. Yeah. You know, it helps protect my mind and it helps protect my heart. Right. Okay. And, and, and that's for me, that's what I did. And so when I got to WHUR and a radio station and they let me in, I could not believe that Mark pulled out his phone and he started interviewing me about my sauce. Wow. Had no clue. No clue. And he tagged me in it. Okay. And so he's recording and then this airs later on the show or is this all happening live? It ha well, it happens live, but it also happens on, on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just been a whirlwind. It has been a whirlwind. It really has. Yeah. It really is. Wow. So what's the timing of this? Because I know I know that was a fast forward too. Oh early. yes, that was a fast forward. And I guess we're at what are we at now? 2022. Now I'm relocating, right? I'm, I'm relocating. I'm in North Carolina. And now I'm trying to get my feet wet and, and get my business started here. So I had to start a business here. Okay. Um, How long have you been in North Carolina? Three years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wasn't easy. They don't like transplants, honey. That's, <laughs> that's what they call it. That's what they call it. You a transplant from another place. Okay. <clears throat> so I had to push my social media platform in a whole different level. Right? Okay. Um. But what I did was I went to Eventbrite and I looked online, once again, social media, and I started, um, I paid for an event that I went to. Was It was a bunch of women, a networking event. And I said, hey, I would love to come in, bring some sauce. I bought 32 bags of sauce that day. And that's how I got my name, you know, meeting mm. people. <clears throat> Excuse me. But then it was a gentleman who's a sax player at one of these events. And he asked me if I would open up for him for one of his events. So okay. not only I'm doing sauce, but now I'm a poet 
so I'm using my sauce platform, mm-hmm. right, on the screen as a sponsor, but then mm-hmm. I'm on a stage as a poet. Okay, so then they recognize the name. Well, you're advertising the sauce as a sponsor. So I get, I get, I get this. Exactly. It makes it look like a bigger deal than it is. Yes, yeah, so I get a tap on my shoulder. Okay. Wow. I saw your name on the screen. I said, well, she's here? Now, mind you, I met her at her event a couple months back, and she's trying to figure out why my name on that screen. Mm. Making moves. Yeah. But you won't, but they wouldn't share with me the information. Okay. But I'm still making moves. The biggest move is I had to get a job in North Carolina. And that job was working for Duke University. While working for Duke University, I had multiple, you know, different uh, positions. The last position I had, I was a program coordinator for the chemistry department. I uh, managed the seminar program. And because of the seminar program, I had to do the logistics for all the speakers coming in. Okay. And the logistics was getting their hotel stay. Well, their hotel stay, they stayed at the AC Hotel Marriott. Okay. One day I thought I saw an opportunity. I mean, everything I moved with God. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just say that. Mm-hmm. Everything was moving by do this, do that. So I sent the email. I would love to showcase my sauce one day. And I put my website in there. They came back and said, on March 22, 22, they said, sure, come on in. And I brought the, I I went to that hotel with $0 in my pocket. And they were voting. They began to vote. I said, what are y'all doing? They were voting like they was at the American Idol. They were arguing. No, I want to be Simon. No, I want to be Paula. Why are you voting on? Come here, Miss TJ. Let me show you. I said, okay. So they took me over to this place called the Marketplace where they support local businesses. Hmm. And they told me that they were voting to have my sauce in the Marketplace at the AC Hotel in Durham, North Carolina. Wow. So you have no idea. You have no idea. So you reach out to these people simply because you have a point of contact based on your relationship, you know, with with Duke University, just as an employer. Yes. Reach out to them. And then there is more happening beyond this. You're not aware of this marketplace or any of that. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And and next thing I know, she's get she gives me a credit card. And she said, we want two cases, one for Miss Sweet and Sassy, one for Miss Kicking. The other lady said, I want a pan of seafood salad. They featured my sauce on the menu. So they created a slider and they used Miss Kicking sauce. It doesn't get no better than that. Yeah. So I use them as a stepping stone, you know, to build future partnerships. Mm-hmm. And now I have another hotel, you know, in North Carolina. Okay. It's bigger, it's bigger than the hotel in Durham. They have the Willard on top. They have rooftop. Okay. 
And um, and I just all I did was copy the email with how they loved it at Durham, mm-hmm. sent it over to to the um the food and beverage manager in Raleigh and said I would love to have an introduction for my sauce and build a partnership with you. And in July, <laughs> this past July? Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, we did it. We did it. Wow. And then today, I, today, something told me to send it. Yesterday, I was driving and it said, call the National Harbor in um, Oxen Hill. Call the AC Hotel in Oxen Hill. And I told the lady what I wanted, what I wanted to do. And she said, email. So today, I, I sent the email. So we're just going to see. All right. Because I told them, I said, I am from Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And I said, and my clientele will come and, t- and and will purchase from your hotel. These are all the people that, that can vouch and have tried it from Fox 5 to WHUR, you name it. So yeah. I said, plus, I am about to do a commercial on iHeartRadio, and I would love to be able to use your establishment in that commercial. Nice. I don't get no better than that. So yeah. we just wait. I, look, that's what I said. I, I will be waiting. I will be waiting for your update because I would love to be able to update the listeners. Yes. Your yes. Story. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That is awesome. That yes. is awesome. All right. Well, with all this personality, with all of this strategy, let's talk about all of the different ways that you strategize with social media. So now I know you say you're on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Said you make money from TikTok. You want to talk about that a bit? <laughs> well, yes. Well, that is so different because I had no clue. I'm still learning about TikTok. Um, I create my lives. Um, I do my reels. I got an invitation from Facebook to um, to monet- to do monetization by my reels. My reels are getting so much um, play that I could start making money from them. Um, and so I'm really Facebook and Instagram. That's the key in making the money. TikTok is good too because you send gifts to people when they're doing your lives, and those gifts from tend to be like a thousand coins will equate to maybe five dollars cash. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so therefore that all adds up in the end, and. It's, I just kind of use it for gas or some coffee or whatever, but it's nothing big. But they there are creators on there that are getting two hundred dollars, one thousand dollar checks for them. Mm-hmm. But they're but they're on there all the time. They have to be on there all the time. Yeah. I don't have that time like I used to now since I have a new job. Um, you know, I go live and then you know. I, I promote my business. So I create reels with my food and my sauce mm-hmm. and it just drives them to the website. I push them, you know, I put the link in it and it drives them to the website. Um, you put the link in your lives, you pin it, uh, pin it on your lives. Okay. No, I put it in my reels when I do oh, my, my reels. I'm sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I got really good now. I've used CapCut. And so I've gotten really good now with it. So I'm learning because they got some transitions with the hand and all of a sudden it's something else. So yeah. Yeah, I, it's it's a lot to it, but it's fun. It's How really does it start? Cool. So, you know, as, as someone who 
I struggle with social media, even mm-hmm. outside of business. Personally, I've, I've, I've never been big on social media. Okay. I don't post much about, you know, friends, family. I know people post when they go out, getting dressed. You know, I know what people do. Mm-hmm. I just I've never been one to do any of that. Well, so it's definitely a struggle for someone like me who already right. isn't on there personally to right. then know you have to do it to promote your business and your brand. Well, I, for me, I think, Marcia, one of the ways that, uh, that you could probably thrive from it is you speak very well. Um, excellent coach in, in, in gathering information and how you uh, bring people in. And that's what you need to do on that video, right? Yeah. You got to reel us in. You know, your smile, your demeanor. It's reel us in. Yeah. Because because the one thing you do, and and that's just from your telephone, right? You can just be talking about something and you got your phone. But once you take your phone and you upload it and you tag it, the, the key thing here is hashtags. So key, so key, because that's the game is the hashtags. You got your FYP, which is for, for you page. You got your for you page, your viral trending, all of that. It get pushed. Like literally, I had a video that I did a remix with Kirk Franklin talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not say anything at all. I sat there. I was yeah. quiet. I saw and, that. <laughs> and I cried. Do you know how many times that got liked? 329,000 views. Wow. And it got liked 25,000. You know what? It took my followers from 45 to 5,600. Organic followers. That's who you want. Not people that you pay. Yeah. Organic. Yeah. Okay. You said you said you went from 45 followers? No, 4,500. Oh, okay. I was going to say. No, 45 to 5,600. Okay. It's amazing. Like, I would, t- I would turn her on and the thing kept going. It was 100, 100. I said, what is going on? My video did better than Kurt, frankly. <laughs> I guess that, that, is that luck or is that strategy? Because you don't know when you choose a Kirk Franklin video that you're no, going to no, no. have that type of success with your post. Let me, let me tell you something. I This was, I had no clue. This was beyond me. My son said, Mom, you got pushed through the al- algorithms. Yeah. You got pushed through. And he was real because I had no clue what I, I didn't say anything. I wasn't doing nothing. I was just looking. He saw me. And it just one tear fell. And I was like, I mean, the message to what he was talking about was so true, but it hit home to me. Yeah. And uh, the post says, you needed this, to, you needed this today. Yes, yes, and I did, you know, but you never know, you know, Marcia, just strategizing your why, right? I I tell people this all the time. You got to know what your why is. And if your why is helping people um, 
get their pitch together, elevated pitch together, then be the elevated pitch in the video, right? Meaning there's different levels of elevator pitches. You can do variations of that in your reel and sell that to me and sell that to someone that needs help and drive us to your website. I created, I had a chef that he's a reverend. He didn't know how to do the videos that I do, did. And I just took some of his food um, that he that he made, his pictures. I asked him to send me some pictures, put some music behind it, did a video from it. He was like, oh my gosh, you know, I put that up on my Facebook page. Thank you so much. It really helped. You know, it's just stuff like that, you know. And consistently, consistently. Yes, you got to be consistent because people, you know, they got they got tired of me. Meaning, I was always in your feed. Uh, <laughs> right? You got to be close. How often do you post? And I haven't did. I haven't done it lately. Right? I have really slacked off. You know, I used to schedule them, but. <clears throat> I used to do like three or four times a day. That's what you have to do. You have to do three or four times a day. So okay. now, now I know to schedule them and they'll do them by themselves. So talk about that. So, and, and, and realistically speaking, yes, if we are talking for my, for my audience um, and for my client base, we're that would be zero to 100. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause the, cause these are people who I am, even getting them comfortable with the idea of taking their skill or talent and monetizing it. So for mm -hmm. some of these people, it's a skill or talent that they've taken for granted and they're just getting to the point where they're ready to put it into business, to execute and create a business. So there is a lot of handholding that's needed and also convincing to embrace social media and start marketing themselves and branding themselves. So yeah. that's, what, yeah. So that would be zero to 100. Yeah. And, and, and it's hard because people, you know, it's so many scammers on, on social media and people are so leery of even going that route. Right. Right. But the one thing that you have to do that's going to help monetize it is you have to be transparent. And a lot of people don't understand transparency when it comes to their business, right? Yeah. You have to do that so people can feel. Yes. People That's need it. to feel your story. People need to know what you've been through so that they can support where you're going to. Absolutely. That's the it's me approach. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So that's mm -hmm. so that's the truth. Mm -hmm. That's your truth, your testimony, your trauma, whatever, yes. whatever it is about your past that has now brought you to the point where you're ready to take this leap. Right. And then now you're offering a solution. So right. maybe maybe that business is a solution to your own problem or maybe in this testimony, in this walk, you've identified how you can be a solution to others. So that's you already did your video just now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have all this. All this stuff exists. Right. But, but, that, but, but putting that together where you have things flashing out right uh, mm -hmm. you know fly outs of pitch um <clears throat> fly out of you know 
trusting and and believing in you so that you can get out here and and do this socially you know you you gotta you gotta grab me and how can you grab me is you gotta you gotta let me know what, what you mean i can make some i can make some money oh <laughs> new business uh, well what i need to do i need to just talk you know you, you understand yeah. what i'm trying to say you got a you got a, a fish put the, put them on that reel and reel them in because the one thing that we all like is m-o-n-e-y <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> okay so back to what we said zero to 100 would be posting three to four times a day yeah so how many times would you say a person can post and still start start to you know get some traction get get some visibility three times a day you're still saying three times a day you have to oh my goodness you can't you can't you know why early in the morning lunchtime in the evening. Okay. Well, we have to find a way to use the same content. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Three times a day because coming up with three different concepts. Oh, no, but you don't have to have three different concepts. Okay. You just, you could just put a different background. Okay. You know, with early in the morning and then early in the morning, Mm -hmm. try twice. Okay. Early in the morning and prime time is around eight and nine. They finish, people finish dinner. Mm-hmm. Now guess what they're doing? They're sitting back and they're grabbing their phone. Grabbing the scroll. Yeah. Yep. Grabbing the so, scroll. So what time is ideal? Would you, what would you tell listeners to do early in the morning? About what time? I would say it's five or six in the morning. Hmm. You know why five, six? Because when people get up and they pick up their phone, it's seven and eight. Yeah. And your your feed, you're already in the feed. I know. Yeah. I had to to learn. I had to learn. I I had to learn. Um, I don't wake up like I used to anymore like that. I don't. Um, my mindset now is people are like, wait, don't you? I used to want to be in a grocery store. I don't want to be in a grocery store. That means I have to have a warehouse. Yeah. And that means it has to sit and have to ha- and sit, sit, sit. Which means it has to be preserved. Preserved and, and all that. Life. Yeah. With, with the hotels, I can ship out two, yeah. three cases have 10 hotels, 20 hotels. Come on, do the math. That's an extra 12,000 a month. I could take that. Yeah. So I'm thinking smarter. Mm -hmm. Now I'm applying. Now I'm going to put myself in a position to apply for grants. Okay. Right. Because I want to be able to have a food truck. Ah. Yeah. At first I wanted a a little cafe, but no, we're going to take a little bistro truck. Well, that seems fitting considering all the trunk shows and, <laughs> and oh, I got a, tra- tra- a travel. Tra- yeah. 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 So you get, you sit down, you can get some poetry, get a DJ, get some sauce. There you go. There you go. It don't get, <laughs> and it's going to be small. 
you know, it's not going to be heavy, you know, to go, let's go, right? Your salmon crabs, your, your fish tacos with the sauce, some salad, some spinach, let's go. All right. Well, I will definitely be watching and waiting to hear all of the updates. Yes. For Miss TJ's sauce. It's about all right. So tell the people where they can find you. Oh. All the places that they can find you on social media, in the DMV when you pop up, and in North Carolina. Well, I am I am not going to take come to the DMV for quite a while now. Okay. I'm going to stick to home and I'm going to push online. Okay. Um, orders hard. Um, but how you can find me is Miss TJ Sauce, www.mstjsauce. That is my website. Instagram, I am at MSTJ with two S's, A U C E. Even on Facebook, even on Twitter, you can find me. Miss TJ Sauce and TikTok. Be careful on TikTok. <laughs> I'm quite saucy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We know Miss TJ is going to bring the sauce. That's I'm going to bring the sauce. sauce. I just, just, just do like this. Okay. She kicking the dick. Yeah. It's, it's not just a tagline, people. It's not just a tagline. It's real. <laughs> Look, ask her. <laughs> All right.